everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Pierre, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 2, Episode 22. It's called Long Distance Call. So full spoilers for the episode as always. And is this the last of the videotape episodes? Did I say that last time? Yes. Oh my god. The bane of your existence. Yes, finally. And you know, because the first videotape episode was was pretty bad. Uh, and I would say we've concluded them with a equally pretty bad episode. So <laughs> we'll get to this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If, I have no idea if Tara agrees with that sentiment or not, but we'll find out. <laughs> the premise of this one, for the record, is that uh, a very sad and pathetic little boy who is far too friendly with his grandmother uh, is upset when she talks ominously about dying soon at his birthday over and over again and then in fact croaks later that day <laughs> on his birthday and then <laughs> the toy telephone she gave him for his birthday then magically actually communicates between them and he can talk to his dead grandmother and then his dead grandmother is so selfish and weird that she tries to convince her grandchild who's five years old to commit suicide so that he can go spend the afterlife with his grandmother. That is this episode of The Twilight Zone. Tara, what did you think of? I didn't hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you hate it so much. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was a lot, like, more sinister and darker than I was expecting. Okay, I would say I hate it. I, I, I would say that I think it's a bit of a... It's a really drab episode. Is it because the first half is actually kind of really boring? Just waiting, for, like, okay, I get it. She's going to die. Hurry up and just die. Like, there's so much build up to her finally croaking. It's just, it's all of it's just kind of weird. However, I thought it happened kind of quick, but <laughs> <laughs> the entire first half up to the up to the well, pretty much up to the ad break, uh, barring the you know that because the, the cliffhanger, of course, is the, the reveal that he's talking to her on the phone. Uh, you know, so much of that first half is basically just like the the build up to her dying. But my, I mean, th- she's annoying for sure. Oh, that's she, like yeah. part of the character is that she's so overbearing, and like even the parents are just rolling their eyes at the things they say to their son. It's just it's so one though for me. But the, the, the point I'm getting at though is that I wouldn't say I hate it, just because I think some of it is so oddly sinister and i really i don't even know if it's intentionally sinister I, I, as i was watching i almost felt like this is getting more sinister the more i think about it but i don't necessarily know if that's necessarily how it's supposed to feel <laughs> at all times the original script because i read the trivia oh. said that they wanted the boy to um wake up or they wanted the parents to go down and see the boy floating upside down in the pool <gasps> which would have been really dark but apparently the Billy Mummy, if that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Very famous actor. Um, but apparently his mother said, no way, I'm not going to have my kid film that scene. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah they, they could have had Which would have been real dark. They could have had more hijinks, like maybe there's a scene where they come down and he's trying to stick his head in the oven. Or... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, just... Uh, like, by the time he was like trying to kill himself to go and be with his grandmother... I'd already like kind of like checked out of the episode, so I was looking for comedy more than I was looking for anything serious by that point. And what about when the dad has like such a heart to heart with his dead mother over the toy phone? Well, this is the thing. This is the frustrating thing about this episode is that you know that was the idea that 
this is why this episode exists is because the writer had this idea this this scene in his head of the of yeah. the son talking to his dead mother even though he's not sure if she can hear him but he's going to say it anyway right that's that's the scene that this entire episode was written around was that scene and i yeah, wish i liked it i do i like <laughs> the i, I like that scene a lot actually and i like that the mother has like a lot of backstory that we sort of get where she does blame the wife for taking her son away and so now she has like she has her claws in her grandson to be like now i get to ha- raise my boy again and no one's going to take him away from me this time yeah which by the way is a total dick move on your deathbed in front of your son and his wife to say oh mm-hmm. he's not my son anymore that that bitch took him away from me <laughs> as your dying words like how do you feel if you're the I wife like the... in that situation how do you feel at that revelation i know and she she brings it up too to her husband and he's like well honey she's she's <laughs> sick you know how she is she's just not herself and <laughs> like, it's just so awkward it's obviously going to leave this thing hanging over her head if i was the husband seriously i'd be like you know what who cares now she's dead right we don't have to worry about her ever again we're good yeah let's, let's live our lives she's trying to take your son away yeah, she's, she's trying to murder she's she's so selfish she would rather <laughs> murder her own grandchild to spend time with her than would you have liked it better else. if we watched the boy grow up and he's always sort of depressed and suicidal and then we find <laughs> that he has that that phone stash between the mattresses and he always calls grandma and she always gives him like more ways to try to kill himself there's there's two extremes to this right there's getting more serious and this episode does take itself very seriously i just don't think it actually pulls it off to where i can actually take it as seriously the episode is so there's this disconnect so i i want it to go more of a dark comedy so you've got two options you either do it seriously and do it well seriously where i'm actually sort of like you know i feel like it has to be i don't know if you can actually do this premise in a 25 minute twilight zone to and do it properly if you want to do the serious version i feel like it had to be a slower build and realization of of what's going on and that someone's trying to like like convince the kid to kill himself like i feel like that's like something you have to sort of build up through multiple attempts and not just one near miss with a car which is what you get in the episode and then the actual thing which by the way after he does drown in the pool like it cuts to like there's a couple of like they actually they're wearing badges like the firemen but they've got like the kid on like some breathing apparatus and all i could think was like darth vader on steroids because all it was was But yeah, I, I I was I was ready for this to turn into a dark comedy, and it didn't. And this isn't this isn't the fever. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dark comedy? I don't know. Or okay, the one about the guy who has has no fear of death. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, a dark comedy. With, he makes a deal with the with with death, or the Grim Reaper or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes. the one where he's like jumping in front of subways and stuff yeah uh, so he can get hit by sandwiches coming out the window not that subway but I understand why you thought that yeah well subway train or subway car would have been the, the phrase I'd have used but <laughs> hence why I, I thought I'd crack my joke about subs well, oh we, we just crack we always have sandwiches on the brain Oh, so that was your joke. Okay, so you weren't agreeing that you said it weird. You were saying no, because you're a fatty who likes Subway and you're just going to think about sandwiches. That was what you were thinking. Okay. All I right. know you love Subway. I'm not saying anything else. I mean, I do enjoy Subway. I don't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the episode's okay. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, it, I, well, no, I, I don't think it's okay, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not a travesty, but it's, it's kind of dull, it's kind of dull for the most of it, and then there's these little moments to perk up, like, see when you realise she's trying to get the kid to kill himself, that's the moment where I kind of sat up and went, okay, this is kind of funny now. But everything before then was just kind of like, okay, I get it, she's going to die. Oh, of course, it's a little contrived she dies on the very same day they're talking. She's, she's literally at the, the, the table, right? He's getting the birthday presents and the birthday cake. And she's like, you know, I want you to remember me because I won't always be around. And it's like, I wonder if it would have worked better. I wonder if it would have worked better if it was on videotape. Oh, you think I'm just being harsh because the quality is so poor? Well, I mean, maybe. I think, I think the videotape ones have like a soap opera quality to them, which mm. does take down like the just the overall quality of the of the show. Okay, I'll accept that point. Uh, I can can I also just throw out there that they could have had like a time jump before she died, and she didn't have to die in the very day she was sitting saying ominous things about dying soon. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a witch, so. <laughs> You could have skipped to at least like three weeks later where she finally croaked. Maybe she had to in order for this magic phone to work. Oh, she sold her, oh, she sold her soul. She, so she had to die that day. It's like, she made a deal yeah. with the devil that this phone would be enchanted. and it She would... went to needful things and got what she needed. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after so the wife keeps getting concerned that he keeps talking on this phone and pretending to talk to his uh his his, his dead grand, and they're out for dinner or whatever one night they've got a date night or whatever they're doing you know uh, Joe actually I laughed quite a bit because at one point uh I think it's later in the episode uh, it's, it's, I think it's actually the night that he ends up in the the pool but the, you know, he's having this monologue about you know how how his mother like you know lost two other kids and all she had was him and now she saw Billy as a second chance to relive those days. And then, like, they have this thing where they embrace, and she's like, okay, let's go to bed. And they kiss, like, you know, passionately. And it's like, oh, parents are going to have some kinky times. And then when it cuts back to the bedroom later, they've got two single beds, and I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you haze code. Well, did they have sex in one bed? And then she's like, okay, that was nice, love. And then just, you know, walked over to her bed. <laughs> it's been so nice for women back then. But yeah, so anyway, so one of the things I was, I was getting to is that they're on a date night, and they come back. And the babysitter's freaking out because this all this like neighbor's in because he almost hit him with a car and he's like he just ran out into the road like because because I almost had a flashback to that like the second or third episode of season one where the the, the girl gets hit with the car and it's like this really badly staged thing <laughs> I don't know it's like that's that's what he was trying to do I didn't like the episode okay I like the that's episode right. it should have been funnier like if it went further with the comedy. <laughs> I think if it was, yeah, an adult, it would have been funnier, but because it's a kid, you don't want to go funny. No, the kid's why it's funny. An adult being suicidal is a a depressingly normal thing. A five-year-old being told by his dead grand to, like... It's like a horror movie. To, like, you know, attach himself to, like, electric rods or something like that with, like, clamps. It's it's like, it's a a visual. Well, that doesn't happen in the episode. No, it doesn't, no. (laughs) I'm just, I'm offering more ways. I hate this conversation. Okay. All right. Okay, we can wrap up. I was not happy. What, what, what does Rod Selling say about the next one? He doesn't. He does. He does? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
I didn't see him. <laughs> Do you know what? I think you're just turning it off before it gets to him telling you what's next. Maybe. <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> he said something about front. I'll just read the thing, right? The, the episode's called 100 Yards Over the Rim. Um, a pioneer from a wagon train in 1847 sets off to find something for his ill son and stumbles into present day New Mexico. Okay. Uh, so it's like time travel. It's time travel. It's the opposite of like walking distance. It's the well, the vast opposite. It's well, as that's not teletrick. Is the, the opposite of walking distance would be the kid finding his own adult self. This is not going to be that. It's a bit too. Yeah. It's a bit too far back for it to be like <laughs> himself. But yeah. Okay. Maybe he'll go to a picture show. Go watch a talkie. I don't know. What Did would anyone... he be impressed by? Did anyone still? Call them talkies and picture shows in 1961. <laughs> Surely talkie was already a redundant phrase by that point. Maybe. I'm fairly. I'm we fairly. still say 3D movies, even though all movies are now 3D. Oh, not. <laughs> Shut up. They are in the states. Get with it. No, they're not. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. When you went to see the Invisible Man, was it in 3D? No, it wasn't. Yep, it was like, no, it was like I was really shop. there. <laughs> shut up. No, Tara, I think this is you have to go get an eye test. That's just what this is. <laughs> Man, My depth so perception's weird. a little bit off. <laughs> it's like Elizabeth Moss is reaching out and touching my nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's next episode. Uh, we'll see We'll see what it was. Uh, nothing, I mean, it was just Rod Selling standing in front of a wagon. There was nothing super exciting about the... Uh, the tease uh but it was in fact there this at all. <laughs> i'm just gonna pull it up real quick okay all right tara's gonna i don't know why on. i don't know i i always miss them T- tara just doesn't trust me that, that it was there the one occasion where he's not actually done a thing at the end i've admitted that it wasn't there it's not like i've been lying about it like Haha, i'll keep saying rod selling's gonna tell this things that he's never there what would I gain from it? What would, the, what would I gain from it, woman? Come on. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we watch two different versions of the show sometimes. <laughs> I watch it on CBS All Access. Maybe they just don't provide it. Are you saying they're editing them out of the episodes? Just to just to mess with me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the end. Mm-hmm. This is riveting. This is riveting radio right now. It's doing the thing where it wants me to watch the next episode. No, go back. <laughs> Written by Charles Beaumont. Before that. No, it's not there. It's before. It's before the credits. I swear. Okay, here's the mother's horrified. She's grabbing the husband. The doctors say the boy's going to be okay. They're oh. embracing. They're both smiling. He knows he's done a good job. Well, play by play. Here come the stars. I'm sure there's music. I have the music off. Yes. And credits. It's not there. It's not my fault. You've got some weird butchered version <laughs> of the show. Okay. Well, I'm not crazy. All right. All right. Okay. It's not at the end of the credits either. That just proves that this isn't a symptom of your craziness. It does not necessarily prove that you're in general not crazy. <laughs> no, it does not. 
<laughs> okay, that smell's not worrying at all. Uh, so, yes, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments, everyone. Uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Um, feel free to suggest more wacky ways that the kid could have, you know, tried to do it. Uh, no. <laughs> we don't endorse child suicide. <laughs> not real, obviously. I'm talking, this is fiction. This is, this is silly comedy. Yeah, so let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments. Super report. Tara will now butcher the, the Patreon plug. Go for it. Uh, yep, we have a Patreon page. If you like us, like our reviews, and want to support the channel, go ahead and check that out. It's patreon.com slash TV. And if you donate as low as $1 per month, you will get access to additional content, including science fiction and horror movie reviews that are not available on YouTube. So check it out. If you donate as low as $5 per month, you will get access to our Twilight Zone reviews one week early. And also other shows if you watch Mouthless TV. So thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just you just face the whole show. Why don't you go? Oh, okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Um please let us know what you think. Comment <laughs> below. We appreciate it. Unlike, subscribe. If you want to know when reviews go up, then hit the bell button and uh we'll see you guys next week. So keep watching TV in the Twilight Zone.